0: Right now, I am joined by TV reviewer Claire Chittam. Hi, Claire.
1: Kia ora, Jesse. How's it yeah, going?
0: Nice to see you.
1: You too. Um,
0: well, you've got a couple of shows that you're going to talk about. I just wanted to take a moment to remember Matthew Perry. was sad news, sad and unexpected news yesterday that he has died.
1: I, um, I would love to take a moment to talk about Matthew Perry because I feel like I was sad. I just don't know who wouldn't have a bit of a pang of oh in their chests um, for that uh, because I just don't think there's any other show. I've been doing a little bit of deep diving into it this morning and there's just no other show that can compare to Friends and I just am not sure if there ever will be.
0: Yeah, and among Friends he was one of the best, right?
1: He was one of the comic – I mean, really I feel like he was one of the – Comic geniuses of the group, and after even having a little look at the rest of his work, it's he was even when you look at the three guys, he was kind of the you know Chandler was the, the deemed the intelligent one yeah. of the three, you know, and his comedy always seemed to come from his intelligence and his wit, yeah, as opposed to. Um, uh Joey's dimness and yeah, know, yeah. Ross's kind of doofiness. Yeah. <laughs> and um
0: he, he had so much charisma as an actor of Charm, as well. up yeah. the
1: wahoozie and all of that came out in his in his natural comedy but in his physical comedy. Um I I was sort of having a little look into his work and life today, and um he started out at the age of like seventeen doing some of those young sort of eighties things that the old Jason Bateman kind right. of, ilk, you yeah. know, like Growing Pains and Beverly yeah. Hills, and he had little guesties in all of them, but of course he came into Friends fairly unknown to the rest of the world, mm. <clears throat> and um and Friends was of course on from nineteen ninety four till two thousand and four. And so um but he's one of those breakout guys, out of them, he kinda of broke out he had a like romantic lead opposite Selma Hayek at um Hayek in a movie called Fool's Russian in, in ninety seven, which I watched the trailer for and it's kind of great just to go back and watch some bad nineties yeah. rom com trailers. <laughs> yeah. Um there was the movie The Whole Nine Yards with uh-huh. Bruce Willis where he was literally Bruce Willis's co star. Right. So he kinda of really came out of friends with, did you have with watched, some um, acting credits, you know, which the rest of them didn't really do until later.
0: Did you ever watch Studio 60 at the Sunset Street?
1: I was going to bring that up.
0: Yeah, great so show.
1: absolutely want people to seek that out. And I'm hoping, because it's really hard to find it right now and you it? have to buy it, um, I'm hoping that someone like Amazon Prime will release that in the light of this. Because um, So he did a couple of guest stars in... Um, the West Wing. While he was on Friends, he did a couple. He did guest appearances on The West Wing, and he got nominated uh, in both 2013 and 14 for um, an Emmy for best guest appearance. Oh gosh! And that's of course Aaron Sorkin's kind of yeah. most famous show. And then Aaron went on to pen this show called Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, which is, which was meant to be have the same kind of political and social commentary that Sorkin is so genius at, mm. but for um, a. And media. A, a false version of yeah. a Saturday Night Live yeah. comedy show. So it was set and they, they basically, he, he sort of blatantly said that he copied the set, copied the yeah. setup, And Matt Perry and Bradley Whitford, oh, who was also in the West Wing, great, yeah. were the two leads in this show. And they carried it perfectly. Yeah. And I remember my brother and I just like binge watching that at home one day like it didn't go to a second season. It no. didn't get picked up. It wasn't popular. It was so good. But it was Aaron Sorkin style genius yeah. and that fast dialogue, yeah, long and some walk and talk. big sort
0: of emotional moments. Yeah but know. like
1: intelligent behind the scenes yeah. of why we can and can't do this or why we can and can't make fun of this on something right. like SNL. So highly recommend that people seek that out if you want a little break from going down memory lane. Um, I also started like re-watching Friends I think at some point last year <laughs> you know in some lockdown or whatever and yeah. obviously that's on Netflix that show's been streamed seen over 100 billion times and my daughter the world.
0: who's 12 like all of her friends are, are into it is she randomly. digging in now and yeah, that's it's what got this new life among um, you know much younger people
1: yeah I think Netflix I'm sure that would be one of the reasons that Netflix will be holding on to that baby yeah. because it will keep subscribers coming to them um, um, but okay, I don't
0: think you yeah yeah um, remembering Matthew Perry today who's died at age 54. What else have you been watching, Claire?
1: Um, so I binged last week a new series on Netflix called Bodies. Um, It—I don't know if it's billed as a sci-fi, but it's sort of if you watch the trailer or if you read the um, bio, it looks like it will probably be one because mm. it sort of claims it's set in um, four different timelines um and it turns out that it's based on a comic book and i think it definitely has you can sense where there is that slight heightened out of the real world normness Mm -hmm. but i just hadn't seen a show for a, a while that had um such high production value uh and was high concept and then also pulled it off well even though with all good time loop, time jump stories, there is a certain amount of real, you know, a, a disbelief that you have to suspend yeah. and, but to buy into it all, um, they don't even really delve into the how and why that right. a certain machine that does exist in the show was even <laughs> created. Yeah. But it starts off like a really good British cop show because the murder sort of mystery that is set up at the beginning is that a naked body is found in a lane and um, as you find out quickly over the uh, first episode it is found in 1890 by a detective there then it's found the same body with the same injuries and the same tattoo is oh, found in 1941 wow. okay. by a different detective yeah. and then it is found in 2023 uh where they do have a sort of stronger today mo- a modern current timeline and it's found in 2053 um it's like really fun watch. I'm already sold. Yeah. You're still going to have, I'm, I'm sorry to say, it's still a bit head scratchy <laughs> Yeah, and it does get a little bit kind of, huh? Uh, <laughs> and you've got to reach for it sometimes, but it's fun. We. I found it infinitely bingeable. Um, the production value is so high. The costumes are high. It's beautiful to watch a high concept British drama set in that world because it's just sets and costumes that <laughs> we will never pull off in this country. Yeah. Uh, and it's led by the wonderful... Stephen Graham.
0: Yeah, he's um. People might not know that name. No. So what do you?
1: What would you paint the face uh, on? I so, think
0: I think it was um. I think he was the dad of the murder victim in um. What's that one of the, the UK town?
1: Not um. Um, That's my brain not, not not. Um. I I know what you mean. The was, famous
0: murder mystery.
1: Yeah. that I can't
0: remember the name and of the and town. I'm scrolling
1: faster. I can't do it either. But, but 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 It's a B word. No. Um.
0: I keep wanting to say Bridgeport. It's, <laughs> it's, I'll find it for us. Don't worry.
1: Um. No. I was going to say. So the the um the show that he kind of um jumped out for me with was um Snatch. Right. Uh he was kind of the buddy in the cop buddiness of Snatch with Jason Statham. He's his um His uh, sort of best boy, little Tommy. Um, And then he's played every gangster in every movie you can kind of come up with. He was in um, The Irishman. Most recently he was in a really great movie, look it up, called Boiling Point, which is a one-take wonder movie. So the whole thing is one shot, and it's set in a restaurant, (laughs) and he's kind of an angry chef.
0: Wow. um,
1: Which I really loved. I think you'd enjoy that, Jesse. He
0: was in Line of of Duty. He was an Undercover, um, uh, Deep Undercover Cop, as I recall. Yeah, just a great... Great character, actor.
1: yeah. He's really great, and every time he comes on screen, you just kind of fall into it a little bit. Um, he was in Peaky Blinders. This has got Bodies has a bit of a classy Peaky Blinders feeling, just in that in the sense in the world that it's in. Yeah. But he appears in every timeline and sort of seems to be the person that links this uh, very time jumpy, warpy story together. But it's a really great blend of kind of um, mystery, action, sci fi. Um, but the characters hold it together. Uh, every one of the actors is not one that I've particularly seen. Apart from him, I haven't seen many of them before. But they mm. all come with quite a bit of, um, uh, quite a bit of sort of classy uh, resume background.
0: Um, Broadchurch was the name That's the But name. he's, not in, like, well, he's not in Broadchurch not <laughs> in Okay, so there you go <laughs> so That's
1: great um, the that was Both great. of our Le- brains Thank you, go here. Um,
0: um So that's Bodies. Great recommendation um, There's a couple of other um, shows You wanted to highlight At the moment
1: Little quick final mention So on RNZ Uh, online you can hop on um, the website to watch a little New Zealand show called Blind Bitter Happiness Mm. Um, I think it's four episodes if my memory serves me right Uh, but I'm in it so I thought I should mention it Uh. (laughs) Uh, shameless
0: self-promotion yeah I haven't come across it
1: Um, yeah it's uh, Peter Feeney who's a wonderful actor in New Zealand wrote this uh, during lockdown set in and around his own family um, and then he as us Kiwi actors because I want to do um, gathered in friends and family to try to sort of make this Mm. thing um, and sort of went from being a trailer into turning it into something a little bit longer. But it's really lovely. It's really sweet. If you're you're on public transport on your way to or from, um, then get it out on the phone because um, they're little uh, anywhere from 12 to 17-minute long episodes. Um, It's about a very sort of... Bizarre and dysfunctional little family, and it's um, sort of built around the death of the the father in the family. Um, I feel like I might
0: have done an interview with this guy when yeah, he was trying to get funding did. for it to make it happen. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he it did. It went from we sort of shot the first episode; it was meant to be a trail of him to try to get the series yeah. made, and um, and then I think it was probably a year later. Um, post-COVID that he kind of rang us all up and said will you come and help me finish the last kind of last chunk mm-hmm. um, the beautiful Reb Fountain is in it it oh, plays my wow. sister the wonderful Jodie Dorday um, Mark Wright is in it and a cast of really lovely young um, actors that oh. Peter has been a teacher of or his, or are his literal children. <laughs> um, but it won like a Webby Award or two, especially for Scarlett, who's his, uh, the 11 year old sort of daughter that it kind of centers around her point of view. It's really sweet. Uh, um, I think it's turned out really beautifully. And as far as just giving a little New Zealand show um, a bit of a bump, that would be great if people watched that. And then speaking of, It's called
0: called Blind Bitter Happiness, and you can watch it for free on the RNZ website.
1: Great. Thank you. And, yeah, speaking of, I guess, other New Zealand shows that I just want to give massive support and props Mm. to, I watched the first episode of After the Party last night on TVNZ. uh, The first time I've watched terrestrial television at the right time for (laughs) a very long time (laughs) with both of our lives. (laughs) Uh, I know. So um, Robin Malcolm, just how I love her with – no makeup and the spirit of that woman that I know is true, um, but also has been crafted into a beautiful script, a very smart show. The uh, cinematography looks stunning, um, You know, I know lots of people involved in making it, but as far as a good first strong episode, it Mm. it had me intrigued. I want to watch more, and I'm going to have to annoyingly wait. You know, for weekly episodes to do so. Which (laughs) we've
0: got two. We're doing that. Challenges our
1: sensibilities these days. We've got
0: two shows: Lessons in Chemistry, which we're loving, really loving, uh, and. the good morning show
1: morning show Mo- on the Apple. morning show yeah so how are you feeling about the morning nah. show yeah me too nah. I just I'm watching it because of Jennifer Aniston and the cast and John Hamm is a great yeah. addition to it this year I kind of feel but like they're morally
0: it, lecturing us though
1: yeah it's gone a bit <laughs> in my mind it's just turned into a really high end soap yeah. where you're like well now I kind of want to see what happens to them but yeah. I'm, and you're being a little bit lectured about the news yeah Reese Witherspoon I love her to pieces but I don't think that that role was really that suited to her. Mm. She's not the angry little barky dog journalist yeah. that, or redneck that they describe her to yeah, be. I'm yeah. like, no. The
0: red state hero. Yeah, but agreed.
1: Um, um, good to know that Lessons in Chemistry is worth watching. Yeah, I've totally,
0: totally loving that one. Thank you so much, Claire. Cool, thanks some for having me, Great Jesse. recommendations from Claire Chitham, our TV critic.
1: And RIP Matthew yeah. Perry, Chandler Bang.